Okay, we'll we begin our review of yesterday's daf. That was daf chaf aleph. Today is chaf base number twenty-two. So we're going to do re- review of twenty-one. Remember, I have good news for everybody. Yeah. And the good news is that yesterday's daf, the review, hopefully, will be shorter because we didn't finish. The bad news is we didn't finish, so it's more difficult. Okay, okay, so let's get right to the review of yesterday's daf. We're starting off our review from the end of daf chof amud beis, um, sort of the end, and uh, basically we explained what the real issue is with this, um, what the real issue is with. Um, with Almana, with a widow, and the question what we asked is why isn't a widow who is at least from the Arison, where it's only a regular negative prohibition, why didn't we just say that uh, and the answer is is that you're right, is for the um, if, uh, for the first act of relations, but the second act of relations, there's no positive mitzvah anymore and then all you have is the negative prohibition, and that's the, we cannot, that's why they don't, they tell you not to do Yibom uh, because, uh, uh, because uh, if I let you do Yibom for the first act of relations, the second act you'll come to do, and that is not allowed. That's the idea. Um, we did see that Rava thought that that maybe was a mistake, um, but... He thought it was a mistake, but it really wasn't. Okay? He, the reason why he thought it was a mistake, he thought that maybe you could apply over here principle of Rishlakesh. Rishlakesh says that the only time you have positive overriding a negative is strictly in a case where the positive um, and the negative um, are, uh, are the positive is, and the negative really have to conflict. But if there's a way of making it not conflict, so then you have no right to override the negative. And uh, since there's a way to do it without conflicting, meaning you could do chalitz instead of yibol, so that's uh, why we thought that maybe that's the reason. The Gemara says that cannot be, because if that was the case, then why would the bia actually be effective? So we're sticking with the first answer. Then we went into this idea of, the, we, we quoted a source that says the act of relations to Kohen Gadol to an Almano, so Machlok is Rebbe Lazar whether it patters the tzara, whether it's effective, meaning that the tzara does not need anything, she's taken care of already, it's, done, mm-hmm. it's a done deal, or not. Now, if the widow is a widow of a Nisuin and the Kohen Gadol is the one who did the act of relations, that for sure, there's nothing to talk about. It definitely is not effective to pater the tzara because you have a rule. Eina Sidocha, Losa Sevesa, positive, cannot override a negative and a positive. But the marriage is still a marriage, correct? The marriage is... Armana. Um, he married an Armana. Yes. That's it's not, a no-no, that, that's but it's true. a marriage. That's true, <laughs> but it shouldn't work because Eina Sintoche Los That's it, yeah. That's but, all. So it doesn't... But, you didn't fulfill the positive. That's the idea. You're right. It's a marriage. It's two different but things. It, since it's a marriage, it means the Bima, the Bia, was, was accepted. That's what you're saying. That's your Because saying. the kids are coming up. I understand. Are they the Bima? No. 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 But they're halalim. So, they are halalim. But not halalim. Yeah, they are halalim. It's not the a halalim. is another story, you know. Okay, but the point being but is, is, is that kohanim. is that is that is that when an assay is not docha the loss of assay, then he has no right to do it. He has I no right to do it. It's like it's no mitzvah. That's the idea. Anyway, okay. 
It doesn't work. If it's from the Erison, was the question. The opinion that says that it works is because the positive overrides the negative. The opinion that says it doesn't work is because when do we say that it's Asay is not Tochel Olosay? That's when it's possible, when there's no other possibility, but here there's a possibility of Chalitza, and that's the difference. We brought a proof against that second position. Because we said that if they do an act of relations when there's a love, so then it's a good Kenyan, which is a good disproof. So the Gemara says, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a disproof to Rish Lakish as well. The Gemara says, not really. Even though Rish Lakish was the one who says that whenever there's a conflict, then the positive must override the negative. But if you can avoid the conflict, then it doesn't override. That's because it's the, the act is the mitzvah that you'll actually be performing, the full mitzvah. But over here, you cannot consider the chalitza as an equivalent option of yibum. Yibum is clearly the mitzvah, and chalitza is if you don't want to do yibum, then it's an option of doing chalitza, but it's a backup option. It's not equivalent. And therefore, you can't say, well, since you could just do chalitza, therefore, that says not doka. No, it, it will be doka, because the mitzvah is primary, primary mitzvah is the, is the yibum. Okay. Next we got into, that was, a, that was topic eight. The next topic was the topic of the shnios. We mentioned in the Mishnah that the secondary relations that the rabbis added on are aser, uh, uh, we do just chalitza, not yibum. Now, where's the idea that we are, that the rabbis have a right, a position to do that? So the Gemara thought, was asking for a hint in the Torah, some sort of nuance that indicates that there's such an idea that you should have these extra prohibitions. So first we draw a source, says, the word el, is strong, is harsh, so they do all these strong abominations, indicating that there's also weaker abominations. And what is that? That's Shneos. And how do you know that Ha'el is really strong? Pasuk says, Now, maybe uh, it's Machlokis, um, um, is that arguing on Rablevi? Because Rablevi says that the strength, that Midos is stronger than Onchin of Arayos. Um, meaning a person who's dishonest in his measure, weights and measures, is worse than the, than the sin of Arayos. Um, because here it says El, and there it says Ele. So it sounds like El is not that strong. So the verse says, no, no, no. El means strong, means serious, harsh. Ele is even stronger than El. Uh, so the verse says, doesn't it say Ele by Arayos as well? So the verse says, yes, it does. But, and the reason why is to tell you that although, in a way, beats and measures are worse than, than arayos, than, than forbidden relations, nevertheless, it does not have karis attached to it, interestingly enough. Why is it stricter if it doesn't have karis? It's not even stricter in, in punishment. The answer is, is its inability to do tshuva, it's stricter. Because arayos, you did a forbidden union, you married somebody you're not supposed to, so you could divorce and then do tshufa and that's it. And then you, you repented from what you did, you stopped doing it. That's, that's a good thing. However, when it comes to this, you stole money from you don't even know who. Because everybody who walked into your store, you cheated them out. And that's, uh, since the tshuva is so, uh, so hard to do, impossible, um, Rashi does mention that there is a possibility that you can go ahead and make a public works, you know. Yeah, do provide a public service. But, but that's not the individual. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. really hit every person. It's as it, close it, as you it, can it, get, but yeah. it doesn't really. It's a weak trooper. 
Anyway, Rabbi Yehuda, that's one answer, one source. Second source is from Rabbi Yehuda provides a source. It says, We find by Shlomo Melech that he made ears, a handle. It's like a mushroom. That it was this huge basket, very hard to lift up. Uh, but if you put handles on it, then you have something to grip it with. And that's exactly the, the, the tachanos of, of Shlomo Melech that he established that helps us keep the Torah in an easier way, makes it more manageable. That's exactly, that's the concept. Anyway, so there's a second source. Rav Oshio brings a source. It says, Pra'eu. Pra'eu implies growing it, extending it, uh, expanding it. And uh, the Gemara explains, when you, uh, when you're, you know, it gives a muscle for Rav Oshio. When you're sitting in a, 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 in a, a funny, interesting, right? You're sitting outside the orchard and watching the orchard, then you get to see the whole orchard. So you're protecting the whole orchard. But if you're inside the orchard and you're watching, so then you're missing everything that's behind you. Who knows? People are grabbing stuff from what? From behind that you're not catching. So the Gemara says, it's not even the, the, the mushroom, it's really worse than the mushroom that's provided than Ravashi's mushroom. Because over here, at least you're watching um, uh, something. Okay? Over there, uh, as soon as you don't have the shnios, you're actually being pogeh and erva. You're having relations that, that are forbidden. Um, Rav Kana brought another source. It says, Ushmartim is mishmarti, making a fence around the Torah. The Gemara says, it does not make it to Orisa. The Gemara says, it's to Orisa. But the rabbis clarified to what level. So the Gemara says, that's the whole Torah. So the Gemara says, no, it's not really a Torah law. It's rabbinic. And all these psukim, it's just an asmach. That's just a support, but that's not the real obligation. Okay, which took us to the next topic, which is what are the shneos? The actual shneos. So we said the shneos are the mother's mother, that's what? What? The grandma. Yeah, the grandma. Okay, that, it's not written in the Torah. It's interesting. It says you're not allowed to have relations with your mother. didn't say anything about your mother's mother. So that's an add-on by the rabbis, okay? Ages of it. So one second. Aim aviv is your grandma from your father, your paternal grandmother. Eishas of is your is the is the, is your grandfather's wife, okay. Even though it's not your grandmother, but your father your father wasn't born from her, but he father your grandfather let's say remarried that woman to you is Eishas of That's also that's also forbidden and, and one of the shneos. That's number three. Eishas of from the mother's side as well, the mother's father's wife, and then Eishas Achi. Ha'av mino'im. The next one is the uncle. Um, so the your father's uh, uh, your father's maternal brother, meaning he, they share the same mother, and his wife. Okay, um, and even if he dies or whatnot, she remains prohibited to you. Mi Torah Shnia from the secondary degree. Okay. Uh, and the next one is, is the but from the mother, the mother's paternal brother's wife. And then um, that's the next one. And then Kalas Beno, the daughter-in-law of the, the son's your son's daughter-in-law, and your daughter's daughter-in-law. Okay, those are the list of the Shneels that we have so far. Okay, we'll see that this is not a full list, it's only a partial list. Um, a person is allowed to the wife of his father-in-law. Yeah, okay, it's not it's, that's different than his his wife's mother. mother. It's his wife's stepmother. That's fine for him. Okay, and also his stepson, his wife's sons, 
uh, wife is also permitted to him. Okay? But uh, the daughter of his, uh, uh, of, of, his step, of his stepson is forbidden to him. And uh, his stepson is permitted uh, to his wife, okay? Meaning, um, there's no iser to, uh, uh, the, the stepson doesn't have an iser to, to his, his stepfather's other wife, okay? It's not related to him, okay? And uh, the daughter, uh, his stepfather's daughter, that's not prohibited to him. And also, the uh, wife, of his stepbrother. All that was also not part of the Shneos, and that's all going to be allowed. Uh, I'm sorry, no. I mean, let's start, start over again. The wife of the, the, wife of the stepson can tell this, the, the man, the, the father, her, her basically her, her, step, her, her, bro, her husband's stepfather, he can say, you know what? Me, you can marry, but my, my daughter is forbidden to you, which is an interesting relation, okay? So a, a woman can say, you know, this step, your stepsons, you're meaning your, your wife's son's uh, uh, wife, okay, can say to me, I'm allowed to marry you, I'm permitted to you, but to my daughter, you're forbidden, which is interesting, okay, and that's the way it stands. We'll explain, Kamar explains why that is. Okay, now the daughter of this of the stepson, the Gemara asks, isn't that a dinda raisa? Because it says that you're not allowed to marry your wife's uh, your wife's bas bina, with her right. son's daughter. That's exactly what that is, and the bas bita is forbidden, right? So the answer is you're right. That is midah raisa, but the goal is to, to talk about the contrast that even though that is the case from the Torah, the wife of the stepson herself is not forbidden to you. And that's what that's the, that's really what we're trying to bring out. Even though the, the daughter is also Midoraisa, she herself is never the rabbis never made a decree and never that added that on to the Shnia to the Isr Shniyas. Okay. Wife's son son. The wife's son's daughter. Okay. We're, we're talking about to a man. Okay. So the Gemara says if that's the case. Why not the wife of the of the of the stepfather also say the same thing? He could say that the wife of the stepfather we said is mother to you, not stepfather. The wife, your your father-in-law's wife. So unrelated to your to your wife, it's 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 your wife's stepmom. Mm-hmm. So your wife's stepmom is permitted to you. Why can't we say the same speech? She can say to you that I'm permitted to you, but my daughter is forbidden to you because that's that's your wife's sister. So the Gemara says that's not a good proof because that's uh, the reason why we didn't say that is because that's not necessarily true that the daughter is going to be prohibited. It's only bichayel, as we know, the sisterly prohibition is only while both while the while your wife is alive. After death, it is forbidden. It is permitted. Okay, that took us to the next thing. Raf says that there are four women that have a hefsik. Okay, meaning of this list of 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 of, of uh, shneos, they do not keep going to the next generation. They stop where they are. Right. Okay? Um, so Rav p- was able to produce the three where they don't keep going. Three but, generations uh, at all? Not three generations. Three of these cases do not continue, continue. on ad infinitum. Okay? So in other words, some do continue. So in other words, even though we said grandmother, we didn't say great-grandmother, but it does continue. The great-grandmother is the same as the grandmother, which is the same as the mother. It's all prohibited. Okay? Keeps going up. 
and uh, that that's that's that is the case. But there's some that don't continue to the next generation. Okay, so he said three cases. The one, what are these three cases? The one is the uh, the wife of your mother's paternal brother. Okay, so that's really your uncle. Okay, your mother's brother, regular, they share the same father, that's your mother's brother, and his wife, it doesn't extend to the, to, to your grandmother's uh, uh, brother's wife, okay, it doesn't go up a generation and continue on, it's, that's where it stops, okay, that Shnia stops over there. Similarly, um, the, uh, the, the, also the uncle, the wife of your father's maternal brother's uh, maternal brother, um, that also, only we said that case also, it doesn't extend to your grandfather's maternal brother's wife, okay? The uh, daughter-in-law doesn't continue either, okay, now. And those are the three. Ziri, what's the third one? Um, so Ziri says that, um, um, uh, that even the, uh, we'll get to Kalasso, because actually Kalasso is the Raisa, you're not allowed to marry your daughter-in-law. That's from the Torah. We'll see which one doesn't extend. Okay, so let's hold off on that. Ziri adds on the the fourth one that that, in other words, Rav had a tradition that there were four. He just didn't know what the fourth one was. Rav and uh, Ziri does provide it. It says it's the wife of your um, of your mother's father. Okay, so it's not her grand. It's not her. It's not your mother's mother. Uh, it's your mother's father's wife, and that doesn't go up another generation. Now, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says the way, okay, that's the way he gives a hint how to remember it, and the question is, why didn't Rav list that in his case? In his case, because he says it's too similar to the wife of your father's father, and the wife of the father's father is actually uh, keeps going up. Um, and the Gemara says that, that, that the Iri says there's a huge difference between the your father's family and your mother's family. Your father's family is apparently closer than the mother's family, and that's the difference. Okay, question Gemara says is that on the list of Rav was daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law is, uh, is the Torah, so what does that mean? So Gemara says, you're right. What he was talking about was not the daughter, his own daughter-in-law, it's his son's daughter-in-law, that's the Shnia, and it doesn't keep going. His grandson's daughter-in-law, that does not, it doesn't keep extending downward. That's what it means. Um... So, um, uh, so the verse says, is that really true that the daughter-in-law of your son doesn't keep going? Uh, it says that the daughter-in-law is an erva, the daughter-in-law of your son is a shnia, and the same is true by his son and the grandson until all generations. So see that it does, that it's also in the hefzik, it keeps going. So the Gemara says, the daughter-in-law's, your daughter's daughter-in-law doesn't keep going. That's the son's daughter-in-law, because the son's daughter-in-law keeps going down and down and down for the Shnia, but the daughter's daughter-in-law doesn't keep going. So your grand, your daughter's daughter's daughter-in-law is not prohibited to you. Okay? And that's because Rav Kista says, I heard this from, uh, from a Chachov person, and it was a tricky, like, cryptic statement, and it says they only usher the, da- the daughter-in-law because of the daughter-in-law. Okay? Well, who's that talking about? And um, so I was told as a kid, by the stargazers that I'm going to be a teacher of Torah. I said, if it means I'm going to be a big Talmud Chacham, then I'll figure it out myself. If it means that I'm going to be a teacher to students, to little kids, then I'll ask the rabbis and they'll tell me. 
Um, and uh, so what happens? Uh, basically, because um, uh, whatever, I'll catch them in synagogue. Point being is, in the end, he came to his own understanding. And what was it that they didn't answer the daughter-in-law of his daughter, except because it's similar to the daughter-in-law from his from his son. So, in other words, really, your son's daughter-in-law is what the prohibition is. Um, your daughter's daughter-in-law is really not even usher, except because it's similar. It's uh, your granddaughter-in-law, so we made it across the board, but it never continued on beyond that. By the daughter's daughter's daughter-in-law, that was never prohibited. But by the son's side, the grandson's daughter-in-law is going to be prohibited, and that's the difference. Um, so, um, and the Gemara goes on to a few examples of this. Abai says uh, to Rava, you know, like the daughter-in-law by the house of Bartzisai, Rabbah talked about the daughter-in-law of the Bar Papa Baraba, and Ravashi talked about the daughter-in-law of the house of Mari Bar Isik. So those were common cases that they knew about that had a, two types of daughter-in-law, the daughter-in-law of the son's daughter-in-law, and the daughter's daughter-in-law, and that's the, the idea. And that is as far as we got up to yesterday, and we definitely have our work cut out for us for today's daf. And... I'm amazed,